You've had a petty though. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. You should definitely do this. You know what I want to do too? Uh, I want to go to a chiropractor. Never did that either. It looks like it probably feels fantastic. I think it depends on what ails you. And I've seen, like, I've heard so much back and forth about, like, oh, it's it's fucking junk science. Like, it doesn't actually do anything. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. Because if I throw my body one way and I get a really good back crack, I feel fucking great. And isn't there also things you do in a day-to-day that you know don't actually do anything, but for some reason it brings you comfort? That So you do it anyway? Probably. Do you know what I mean by any chance? I know what you mean, but I can't think of anything I Like, there's do. no reason I should do this current thing. Like, stretching a certain way. It just doesn't mean that it's going to, like... Me, I always roll my neck, and I think that's going to fix things. And it never does, but I do it anyway because I fool myself into thinking it does. I have... I, I do that, but I half and half do get a, a nice sensation out of it. And... Every once in a while, my neck. A will lot crack, of times, you know? I'll crack my neck. Yeah, and that feels great. I'm also one of those people that can't crack their back naturally. I can. What I would have to do is lay on my back on a super flat surface like hardwood floors, hmm. and then it would it might crack. Other than that, no. I'd ha- actually had to have a girlfriend that knew how to properly crack backs before I actually had mine done. It's something. But my bones and joints are so fucked. Up. I think a chiropractor thing would be fucking amazing for me. Probably. And I don't give a shit if it's junk science. If it gets the desired effect that I want out of it, I don't care. <laughs> My only trepidation is I am completely convinced that I will be the one guy that goes and gets a shitty chiropractor <laughs> and he twists my neck and next thing you know, I'm paralyzed from like the eyes down. <laughs> the eyes down. <laughs> like one of those things where you got to have like that straw <laughs> wheelchair where you got to blow into it to make it work. <laughs> you know, like that. <laughs> and I don't care if I die. But I don't want to be one of those guys who's like in a chair for the rest of my life. No, I hope yeah. that I hope somebody would pull the plug for you at that point, <laughs> yeah. for God's sake. Yeah, or you know, plug my fucking wheelchair straw, <laughs> or just make it so I go off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that's kept me from going to a chiropractor. <laughs> Somebody's wheeling you around, and yeah. I just I just like take oh. the, I take the safety cord and just go like this. My last words would be. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, and you're just your chair just doesn't stop at the curb and you go into fucking yeah. McKinnon's Church Road <laughs> and a truck <laughs> and, and one of those trucks that are hauling like the pre-made homes on the back of it <laughs> to have like the wide load truck falling behind it that truck would hit me <laughs> that truck would roll over me first and then the, the follow the wide load truck behind it would roll over me too and then the police escort and then that wide load truck would be the one that killed me and somebody standing at the bus I'd be like well that sir is ironic <laughs> and then you would hear and then like the roll credits on my life the, the yeah. ultimate punchline. <laughs> that's if I died in that exact way I'd be like life well worth it life was actually worth it I, I was wrong that was a good life that's the peak yeah I'd have to have that house car, house truck ride over me first, and then the wide load one. <laughs> and then, like, the wide load driver would get out to check under the wheels and see the fat body, like, underneath the wheels. He'd be like, huh, I'll say. <laughs> and while, like, thumbing at the wide load sign on the back of his car. <laughs> 
And then him and like the other driver would just like high five and be like the end of the movie. Good Lord, that's funny. That'd be sick. It'd be awesome. <laughs> Do you ever watch like uh, the YouTube videos of chiropractor shit? Uh, it comes through my TikTok sometimes. Yeah. That makes me want it even more. Yeah. They do this one thing where they like will pull like holds people's legs out and see like how like actually one leg it looks like it's like an inch shorter than the other. And then all of a sudden he just grabs both ankles and it's like pa like pulls them, then all of a sudden they're like the perfect same length. I've never seen that. I'm like, dude, that's because somebody's standing wrong. So like one leg's all like the hips are out of line. Yep. So they pull them by both ankles and just everything pops back into place. Damn. That's cool. That shit rules. I like the ones where, where they the girl like, farts. Yep. Yeah, those are great. <laughs> I was about to because it's always a set super, it up. It's always a super hot girl and it's just like leggings and shit. And it's like pee. <laughs> I like the yes. ones where they like they like triangle their legs over each other and like all right, ready? It's yeah. gonna be a, it's gonna be a big one. It's like and they're like right. and it just makes sense because like. Not only are their bones aligned, but their whole like digestive tract is aligned. <laughs> their organs are yeah. where they should be. <laughs> so the, you figure that fart has been like caught up in the pipe for like months, and then finally this dude or lady chiropractor has just like unlocked the code to get it out of there, dude. And you're just like, oh god, dude. That fart probably feels just as good as the back crack. Yeah. Oh, like man. you probably feel like you've just literally lost 15 pounds and you just roll over and nap. Damn. I wonder, th- <laughs> I wonder if they can, like, since they are lined up again, if the rest of their farts then on, from then on are good ones too. And then as soon as you start having bad farts, you're like, oh, I, I got to go back. Got to go back. I got to go back. Dr. Gotta, Smith. I got to go back. Dr. Smith, get realigned. It's <laughs> just like, cause you're just like, Pee. you're like, well, that was short. I don't smell anything either. What? Oh, uh, doc. <laughs> got anything going next week you know and then all of a sudden you know you're back to the fucking bellowing trumpet farts <laughs> that smell like that smell like spoiled eggs Ugh. I go back to the carnex it what? sounds like that what I'm gonna pull one up it's one of the coolest sounds I've ever heard carnex carnex spell it c-a-r-n-i-x I have no idea what that is it was a um it was a war trumpet uh, in the early fucking no, it's way it's way it was meant to it's it's shaped like a like it's got the head of a boar kind of on the top and it's super long and it's like a super bassy uh it's like one of those ones that goes down an entire mountainside yeah oh those are sick <laughs> sounds like a fucking... century BCE carnix found in two thousand and four at Tintignac from. A nearly complete 1st century BCE like Carnix yeah. found in 2004 at Tintignac, from A nearly complete... What the fuck, stupid? Play the noise, you posh fuck. He's just, just a fucking guy with one outside. That dude makes his own beer. Hope so. That's not Gay. This is another instrument that was played by the Celtic army. This That's is the sound the Roman about. soldiers would have heard wherever they were fighting. Oh my god. Listen, just the sound. Shut up, bitch. Yo, that sounds like the Battle of Helm's Deep, dog. When the fucking doors finally open. Right. You're done. 
You're done. Dude, if I heard that, I'd be terrified 24 hours a day. Exactly. Nothing good ever follows those drums or horns. Oh, that one was sultry. That one made my pussy wet. Was Barry White playing that one? I can't even speak. It's so scary. Damn. All right, now he's showing off. The old demon from fucking Insidious is chasing you right now. It's not like a demonic duck, dude. Demonic <laughs> duck hole. <laughs> if you were to play that in the woods, like the most evil duck would come up to you. It's like, damn, dude, you're the most sinister mallard I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was good Patreon content right there. You know man. what I'm saying? That's what you get for three dollars a month. <laughs> I thought you saw one of those like those horns where like somebody play, actually literally plays it at the top of a hill because like the whole thing of the horn like goes down the side of the hill and ends. Oh, I know what in you mean. Thing. It's kind of like the Ricola commercial. Yeah, or Ricola, or mm-hmm. whatever you want to pronounce that. That's how they say it. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of those. Like, yeah, you know, probably sick, dude. Pantsless on the other end of that horn (laughs) while someone blows in it. Like, like, the tone would just go up your asshole. That would be fucking cool. A couple of the ones that I saw, like the, there was like a sound, uh, not a reed, but like on the opposite end, it looked like a little, like a little tongue at the end of it. Like a, like a mute. Like the things they used for yes. like, like those things. Yeah, but it was it was up it was up way at the top of the thing's head. Imagine that thing in your bum. Dude, if you put a reed in the end of it, it would just sound like a duck call. It already some That's of those kind of did sound like that. All <laughs> of a sudden, just like a forty thousand ton duck just starts flying over your head. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, I didn't see this coming. Damn, I wish I could shout, find... out, shout out to all my forty thousand ton duck ferns. I wish I could find the one that I had originally. Mr. Quackers. He's 40,000 tons. <laughs> That's duck humor. Thanks. <laughs> That's what your $3 a month gets. Duck humor. Wait, start over. What did you say? I said shout out to all my 40,000 ton duck friends. Yeah. Like Mr. Quackers. He's a good, he's a good, he's a good feller. Oh. Yes. You, you making me repeat it didn't help it at all. <laughs> It just fucking showed the cracks in the armor, dude. I also re- had you repeat it so I could pay attention and get it, and I still didn't pay attention. <laughs> you gotta I be suck. super fucking stupid to get it anyway. <laughs> Shout out, Mr. Quackers. <laughs> we'll go down to fucking ten patrons by tomorrow. Nice. What's on your little fucking list there, cell phone Steve? You ever regret being the bigger person in a situation? All the time like constantly uh because i try to always be the bigger person same and then the one time you're like nah fuck that i'm all about me in this argument or or this situation and then all of a sudden you just like make yourself like the biggest piece of shit in the world like i picked the wrong times to just actually you know not when i'm not being the bigger person i just look 30 times worse and I always end up regretting it. But then I always normally regret. And like being the bigger man, I normally regret letting people take advantage of me, walk all over me, or not sticking up for myself. I regret not sticking up for myself constantly. Um, 
I have this weird thing is I regret not punching some people in the face, but I also regret 98% of the times I've punched someone in the face. So it's like, which is it? Like, I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't. Yeah. Either way, I'm going to come out feeling like shit. So yeah, 90% of my life is regretting being the bigger man. But it's 100% when it's uh, the times I wasn't the bigger man. Yeah. But sometimes you just, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to be petty. Because I feel justified as fuck. I'm going to be petty as shit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, nah, fuck that. Fuck you and all this shit. And then like two days later, you're like, that didn't feel any better at all. <laughs> like no matter what, I feel like a piece of shit. That's just probably my whole situation no matter what path i choose i regret and feel bad for what about you this happened to me last um on fucking tuesday okay yesterday i was for yeah yesterday i was fucking walking elliot in uh in mel's neighborhood nice long walk i noticed in that in her neighborhood for some reason there's a huge trend of people not having their dogs on leashes. Mm. And in particular, like right towards the end of the walk, we were getting, I was almost fucking back to her street and, uh, we were approaching this backyard and this fat little Corgi, like a sizable Corgi for a Corgi size comes out of the clear blue sky out of nowhere from this yard and like snarled and went after Elliot like super hard. Like yeah. to the point where I, I I had to like pick him up with both my hands and like and like get him away and I was like what the f-? I was like what the fuck because this dog came out of fucking nowhere right and the owner and an older guy like came out on like the like the patio landing on like the front door the dog was in the backyard they were at their front their front door of their house and I could hear them like calling the dog to like come back in yeah and like I. I had my AirPods in, so I don't know if they said anything to me or sorry or what. Yeah. But like so badly when I when I walked away and I was like a couple house lengths down, I was like I easily could like I I would feel justified like screaming in their face being like, you know, if that dog would have hurt him, I would have fucking crushed that dog's head on the ground. Right. Yeah. But. Thinking about it now, I wouldn't want to wish that kind of evil on a dog that I don't know. Also, no matter what you say, it's not going to change how those people handle their dog. Exactly. And you saying that out loud, and if there's nothing happening afterwards, makes you look like... Makes makes them look at your responsible dog owners, but it makes you like a fucking psychopath. I'm fine with that part. I don't care about looking like a psychopath. Then do it. Maybe maybe next time I would. But also, you gotta figure, it's your girlfriend's neighborhood. She has to live in it. They were their house was far enough away from her oh. street, though, that they wouldn't have seen where I went. And I don't live there either. I, so I would have been worried that, like, as soon as I said that, the fucking corgi would have looked up to me like, dude, what? <laughs> you would have what? Come on! And I'd have felt bad instantly. Cute like, little I'm corgi. So, I'm, but I also grew up with Corgi, so. Well, the, another thing that bugged, like, the dog didn't have a collar. Like, no leash, but no, not even that, a collar. That would infuriate me. 
I was I was fucking heated about it for like thirty minutes, but I for nothing happened. I got back to the house and it just it just went away. Yeah. So, moral of the story: I probably would have regretted screaming in these strangers' faces, but in the moment, I was very fucking mad. If they were saying like awful shit to you that you didn't hear, it's actually somewhat funnier when you don't respond, and it's funnier that you didn't hear it. Because that means they were so they they were at that time so angry that they were just hurling insults at you, and I didn't. And hear they it. were going nowhere. Yeah, I find that shit really funny. If you, I find I forget I get angry in situations where I'm in a shouting match, right? And I'm like, "Yo, you fuck you, you motherfucker!" All that shit, and like, if they're giving it back, of course I'm still angry, right? But if they go like, "All right," I instantly get a million times angrier. <laughs> If you're like, yo, fuck you, motherfucker. And they're like, yeah, all right. I'll be, uh, I just like, I would just get fucking worked up. Psychology. Yeah. So if you would do something like that to a person like that, who's probably just as insane as I am, <laughs> that's actually funnier. Big, big brain them. Or if like, you know, the Corgi's up, like snarling at like Elliot, just be like, Look at your dog and look at that dog like, yeah, right, dude. <laughs> As if, dude. If he locks his jaws onto you, you're fucked. What if he just like, like, <laughs> with your hands like, come on, Corgi, what are you, what, let's be let's be real here, buddy. See, Elliot, though, is such a mild-mannered, like, nice dog. That Corgi doesn't know that, though. Right, but I felt bad because he was scared. He was cowering, like, like, up against me. He's a gentle soul. He is. He wouldn't harm anybody. No. I sometimes I wonder if he, if he was ever put to the test as a guard dog if he would actually guard because he's so nice. I'd like to think he, that his instinct a, would. He's a bit of a dumb dumb too. Yeah, like he's that dumb nice where it's like oh, mm-hmm. like Lenny from a Mice and Men. So yeah, I don't think he has. I think he's the type of dog. The only time he would even bare teeth is if something came up against you. The rabbits, Tom. <laughs> pet I want to go, go pet them and stroke their fur. But yeah, I think the only time Elliot would ever bare teeth is if like somebody came up against you. Now, when bullshit happens in the middle of the night, if he hears shit like uh, from outside the house, he gets he gets defensive. Yeah, because it's a the threat house. to the house, which contains me. Exactly. Right. So I would like to think that the the guard instinct is in there somewhere. Yeah. But he is easily swayed <laughs> yeah i think if you got him off his his spot or your property yeah of course is he's going to be more diffused but if he's protecting his territory and his person he's going to fucking man up mm-hmm. i think all dogs have it in the man up when it comes to that type of shit yeah it's it's in their fucking yeah. dna yeah An even bad kid would do that <laughs> It would be the least intimidating thing you've ever seen in your life, but... I pity the fool to try bad kid. <laughs> he right through that throat, dude. <laughs> He's the baddest motherfucker ever, dude. Dude, he'll blow, he'll blow the carnex that I did find. <laughs> Here's the one. <laughs> so you know what I pictured before that? It was just be bad kid going, Hey, yo, play my entrance music. terrifying dude with his christmas sweater on with the reindeer on the back yeah dude you should be so lucky to have a quick death terrifying i don't think zeke would give a fuck if anybody came at me though (laughs) 
He's, the, he's that dog. The fucking... That dog has the demeanor of a cat. He just, just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> like you could, like, somebody could run at him with a knife. He'd just be like, oh, whatever, dude. Yeah, just, <laughs> ugh, I don't give a shit. Just leave me alone. Honestly, he's more like me than anybody else. Is Zeke? That dog's just like. If you're gonna stab me, just fucking do it and get it over with. Stop wasting time. Yeah, like, make it, it make it quick. Like, come on, dude. I you're got I got shit I want to do. Embarrassing yourself. Yeah, I got shit I gotta do. It's cold out. What are you doing? Bad kid's just a violent psychopath <laughs> with blood and sinew in his teeth. Uh, uh, that would have been funny if I didn't burp through it. Jesus Christ. Blood and sinew in his teeth. Blood and sinew in have blood and cum in my throat. Nice. 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 Would you restart your life if you could? Yes. Are you <laughs> fucking serious? Like, like, just rewinds. Um. Restart completely. Mm-hmm. Day one. Build the foundation all over again. Do I get to wait? Do I go back in knowing what I knew in the previous try? No. Would I be born to the same parents? Yes. No. I think I think this franchise was fucked from the start. <laughs> franchise. Like, don't get me wrong. Decisions I made over the course of the of, of this life. Or lack thereof. Yes. Definitely made things exponentially worse for myself. But I think this was uh, this ship was doomed to sink <laughs> as soon as it left the shipyard. So I would but I don't think it would end any different. I no might different be, at all. I might be slightly less fat. <laughs> That's it. I would do, if anything, just to be able to go back to my 12-year-old self and be like, hey, walk more. <laughs> you know, don't eat as much bread. Lay off the, like, stop drinking soda before your 20s. Like, I've just small shit like that, I think, would have helped. But yeah, restart the franchise, I don't think it would be any different i think it's not like groundhog day hmm. it's gonna be the same result just a different shade of sad <laughs> every single time would you no i don't think i would because i like where i've ended up so far at this point honestly i like the the back end of my life more than the rest of it so oh my far. god yeah yeah even the last three years have been better than my entire life I think 35 on was was like the best time so far. Mm-hmm. Also, some of the worst shit happened during those years, but I think I was a more realized human being, mm-hmm. you know? Like, dude, before that, ugh. Just the way, like, the things I thought were important, the people I thought were important, the things that mattered to me, like... At that in like my teens and twenties and shit, it's just like it's embarrassing to think about now. You the things, I mean? the things that you thought were important then. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Like shit, even in my early twenties, mid mid twenties, I think. Well, the way like that, and also like how I perceived people back then, like the fucking. Everybody's got a character flaw. That's whatever, right? But I was friends with some enormous pieces of shit that I shouldn't have associated with in any way whatsoever. Just vile human beings. 
And these are people I called like close friends. And I was like, dude, if I would have stayed away from that person, I would have been happier. I would have had less drama and stress in my life. And I would have been able to sleep better knowing I didn't have these shitbag people in my life. Would a butterfly affected it? Yeah. Where I came to, honestly, this is corny, but I came to like an epiphany, probably mid-30s, where I'm like, yeah, you don't have as many friends as you used to have, but the caliber of friends you do have is so exponentially much better Mm -hmm. than what you did have. Oh, dude. I wish I was... I don't think I've had any kind of inner wisdom until probably like 33, 34. So nowadays when I see like a a kid in his 20s just doing really dumb shit and shit that's going to... Like he's going to regret later in life. I don't get mad at them or judge them for it. I'm just like, he hasn't reached his final form yet. Hmm. He hasn't reached... Like, yeah, he's an adult and he's more mature... But he's not at full maturity yet. I'm not saying maturity like I'm like this fucking fully realized adult either. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking mess still. <laughs> but compared to what I was in my 20s and shit and teens and... Yeah. Yeah, dude. I would fuck up 24-year-old me, I think. Yeah, yeah, dude. Just the arrogance of... Ugh. Everybody's like, oh, it's teenage arrogance. I'm like, no, no. that lasts for quite a while into your 20s, dude. Yeah. I was a shitbag till fucking 27. I gotta be honest. Yeah. Probably. Like, I was 30 and still, like, getting in fist fights with people for no fucking reason. You know what I mean? It's like, what are you doing, dude? Like, why? What are you What are you winning? Just impress some fucking fake-ass dork. Like, yeah. So you can be accepted by a gang of people that you don't really like to begin with? Mm. What are you doing? Stop it. Silly. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the back end of my life, I think... I'm more comfortable with who I am. I still think the franchise needs some work, but I think, yeah, but I'm better. But physically back then I was way more healthy and, you know, things weren't as broken. You know, I still had my health issues, but I wasn't fucking the complete and total disaster I am now. Yeah. But no, I I think, yeah, I think you're right though. It's like, yeah, it, but everything leads to something better somewhat. Like, that's why I was like, don't you regret being in, like, bands you didn't actually like being in? Like, no, because some of the experience around it led me to introduce me to people that would be later be the closest friends I ever had. And it gave me experience to know what I did and did not want. I wouldn't trade those times for anything. Because remember, like, your teens and 20s, you would be in any band. Pretty much, I think I would. Yeah. Regardless yeah, 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 of if you're 100% into the material at all. There was a band from North Jersey, a heavy hardcore band called Anguish. Don't think I know them. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, uh, they, like, they found me on, like, Facebook or something, mm-hmm. and they knew that I was a drummer. And they knew I lived far away, and they were like, hey, do you think you might want to play for us because we need a drummer? And I thought about it. Like, I actually considered it. And North Jersey is like an hour and a half drive. Yeah. And I actually heavily considered it. Now, later on down the line, uh, I kind of gave them like a thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Later on down the line, 
it came it came to light that they have some lyrics that are pretty questionable. Oh. Uh, like yeah. America for Americans, not welcome. Yeah. Was like a big mosh call of one of their big songs and I was yeah. like, "Ooh, dodge day bullet." <laughs> you also got to think that if they were from North Jersey and trying to outsource down to Delaware, Something's up. That means they have worked through almost every other available drummer in North Jersey and South Jersey, Southern New York. <laughs> like Something, e- something's up. Eastern Pennsylvania. It's kind of, hey. Yeah. I, well, I dodged a bullet. Yeah. Like, look, material-wise, there's a handful of Dead and Buried songs I liked. Maybe about five. But the rest of it I thought stunk. But I just wanted to be in a band. Whereas later on in life, I started enjoying bands that I actually wanted to be in and I believed in the material. So it just, and then that also goes back to friendship. I'm actually, you actually develop friendships and work with friendships and, you know, build friendships with people you actually want to be friends Mm -hmm. with for a long, long time. Definitely. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you start getting choosier, so you know yeah. which one. And you know who, who's more reliable, who's more sincere, and all that mm-hmm. shit. So if anyone's wishy washy, whereas someone will piss you off. Where when you're like your teens and twenties, it was like just a numbers game. It's just yeah. quantity over quality. And now I'm more happy having like ten people that I call friends that I like I see on a regular basis. Whereas back in like my twenties, there was like hundreds. Of Fairweather friends who, once I was out of a band, could not give a fuck Mm -hmm. what I was up to. Yeah, so yeah. It's like when people are like, even when it brings up like music, they're like, oh, hardcore has changed. Like, hardcore sucks now. No. No. It's no, it's it's honestly. It's quite the same. It's no different. Mm -hmm. The difference is your tolerance for shit that goes on inside of, of like any kind of music scene. Your willingness to put up with people that do shady behavior, like criminal, you know, your willingness to put up with dudes who want to be in gangs, dudes who beat their girlfriends, dudes who rape and shit like that. You, as an older adult, you're not overlooking that shit. You're like, nah, fuck that guy. Mm -mm. Whereas, like, as as a teenager, you're like, is this going to affect my social standing? You know? and No, now you're fully actualized. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the only difference is your tolerance for bullshit is way is, smaller. Is way is way so you, hardcore doesn't change. You change within it. Uh-huh. There's small changes like in hardcore, like accessibility and shit. But on that, it's just your it's just your tolerance level is different from what it was when you were a teenager yeah. or a twenty year old. When Fifteen years ago, when you're in your thirties and forties, you're you're a completely different person. Like, I know sometimes a decade's not perceived as a long time, but honestly, as far as personal growth, it's a it's incredibly different. Lot. Think about yourself as, as you're, you're 32. Think about yourself as, at 22. Mm-mm. You're not even close to the same person. Fuck no. You just still have a, a big pecker. That's the only thing that's in common. You still had a lower intestine. No, I didn't. Oh, you lost it that early? It was It's the large intestine, not oh. the lower. Well, well that was seven. That was seventeen when that happened. But you know, it's like you're just not the same 
person. No, that's a fact. Yeah. But a full do-over does sound... If I go into the knowledge of what shit leads to what, I think I'd do a do-over. Well, so would anybody. But if I go in blank slate... Completely blind and blank slate. That just means I'm going to be that same dumbass who makes the same dumbass choices. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't think... I don't... I'm not smart, but I learn quick or quick enough. So yeah, I'd still be going dumb and take have to have that learning process of pain and hardship before I figured out what I wanted and what I wanted from it. Mm. So yeah, I don't know, man. Would you take it? No, I said no? fuck no. I would not do that. I like like I said, I like where I've ended up. Even with the bullshit I've been through. Now, if you could go back and change one thing. Just it, one. And it wouldn't have any kind of butterfly effect. Just one? Just one. De- even if it's just one decision. Would I? Would you? Because I w- would say without a doubt, absolutely. I would. I would go back and just tell myself, take your health seriously. Because it's going to fucking really fuck you up. It's going to make but you... Then I, well, you know what? But then I think... If I then went on to... If, if I grew up as a thinner, healthier version of me... I think I'd be a million times different now. I don't think I'd even be recognizable as the same person. If I wasn't... a being a fat kid is what got me ostracized most of my life, which led me to hardcore, which led me to indoor shit like reading comic books and stuff instead of going out and playing with friends. So I don't think, if I think a fit, someone, Dennis, who took care of himself, would be a completely different human being. Well, maybe maybe not even just like like not not fit as far as like jacked athletic. No, but just but not like, unhealthy. Like, two, not, like not, yeah, two ninety instead of four hundred, four fifty, or whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah, I think I'd be insanely different person. Maybe if I had it for a lifetime. If I you know if I if I dropped two hundred pounds tomorrow, I'd probably be the same person no matter what the weight is. Well, afterwards. it's been it's been all this. Yeah, it's been f- uh, but ne- nearly half a century of by now. Growing up fit. Yeah, well, I think I'd be completely different. I don't know if it'd be for the better or worse, though. I think the physical part of me is what to help me also develop my personality. Because when you don't have looks, body, or physical appeal, you gotta be make yourself appealing in other ways. So I wouldn't be funny. I wouldn't be charming. I wouldn't have any kind of pleasant personality. I think I'd be a fucking just boring, empty-headed, just fucking waste. I don't think I'd have any of the character that I have now Mm. at all. Definitely not morality. No. No. Yeah, being fat, honestly, it does help you develop compassion for... I'm serious. It helps you develop compassion for other people. Mm-hmm. Because you know what you go through. Then you see someone else is getting shit for being fat or being ugly or deformed in any way. And you're like, like, all right. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It helps you on that level. Whereas you go through life strong and good looking. You could have it. Like maybe you have just great parents or a great support system that helps you develop compassion. 
but most of the times good resolve whatever yeah not so much moral compass compass you didn't grow up a fucking fat dude how did you end up being like a compassionate person what would make you think like what made you what kept you from being one of those meatheads I died before twice yeah yeah it uh it changes things (laughs) I imagine so yeah I think adversity is a character builder. The guy I learned the most from at this new job, he he put it into words for me, and I've never put it into words myself before, but it's very simple. My give-a-fuck's broken. I mean, that's corny as fuck, but yeah. It it is, but it actually makes perfect sense. Like, I don't give a fuck about anything. Well, you figure... That, 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 like, small, small things that would eat at people or, like, bother people... Like, I'm able to look at things from, like, 10 miles down the road and be like, will this affect me, like, in this much time? So, I can be like, nah, it won't. I don't give a shit. And you also have that thing of, like, a bad thing can come down your way and you're like, well, at least I didn't almost die this time. That, too. there's that perspective. Uh, Yeah, it taught taught me perspective. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my give a fuck... Is uh my give a fuck's broke. I hate that so much, but <laughs> I mean, if it gets you the result you need, I mean, what the fuck, dude? It has actually. So, damn. So I don't know, man. Now, what if I did start losing weight and just became a total fucking just unbearable? Well, I'm you're not unbearable now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what could possibly? I couldn't possibly get worse. If you do, you can be unbearable longer. I do love inconveniencing other people. <laughs> you can do it for much longer. I think if my design is, I think I stay alive out of spite. Half exactly. The, time. <laughs> the fucking, how the, the, the those asshole, uh, grandparents of yours, how long do they live into their lives? Not long. Oh, I was going to say that it's the asshole people who live the longest. They never fucking die. The actually people- all the nice, I think all the nice grandparents, well, actually all the male, they all died pretty fucking young, and I think it's because they wanted to. But well, <laughs> the, yeah, the women did live a lot longer. I think if my mom's mom wasn't such a drinker, she would have stayed way past her welcome. Maggie, though, Ma- evil Maggie, she, she was the last one to go, and she, she, I think she was like ninety something, so she had a good run. Those people live off of spite. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to be that fucking ninety year old. Nah, I'm, like I'm finally being a fucking curmudgeon now in my 40s, but I don't want to be the curmudgeon in my 90s. If I live that long, I want to have that weird turnaround at like 65, where all of a sudden I just become like a total hippie. Yeah, like a total mahalo, namaste, dickhead. Just like oh, you take the good, take the bad. You know what I mean? What's going on? You know, I was like, I hope I become the most. Then I hope I become unbearable for the different other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> like a different shade of like fucking just like, ugh. <laughs> Hare Krishna, indeed. What the fuck did Dave say to me? The only time he ever said anything that actually affected me is he said, you know, sometimes you're just a bit too much. And I don't get insulted very easily. But that one, I was just like, ow. <laughs> what? Ow. <laughs> like, so if I could be a little too much for someone, like for different reasons, that still would make me somewhat happy. Yeah. <laughs> half the things that make me laugh is me just bugging other people. Like half the like jokes I beat into the ground, I know they're not funny to other people. 
but it makes me laugh and giggle, so I don't care. Yeah, I'm kind of... I don't know if I'm such a great person that I think. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. <laughs> you turned yourself around. I know, right? Great. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to kill myself again. <laughs> that actually completely brings me into my next uh, random thought. Okay. Do you believe in reincarnation? Um... Out of all of the what happens after you die things, I think that, I don't want to say it's the most like feasible, but it's not even that appealing when you think about it. Because, yeah, you're reincarnated yeah. into a new body and a new life. A new, a new whatever. But you don't know. Right. That I had to, I came to that realization when I had this thought. I said... Maybe reincarnation actually does happen, but my no one fucking knows. My consciousness, my experiences, my brain, my soul, or whatever—maybe not my soul—but all the things that make me who I am are are long gone. So yeah, it's a complete wash. Yeah. So what does it matter that I'm a shrub? Yeah, or a fucking animal, or another person. Mm -hmm. It's not like the next person that you end up being is going to have all the experience of their past lives. Because honestly, if that were the case, this world would be fucking wild. Yeah. But I think it's the more somewhat palatable afterlife thing that I've ever encountered. It's way more, makes way more sense than like, oh, you go up into heaven and everybody's there. I'm like, I don't eh. want that. Heaven sounds stupid as hell. It sounds kind of annoying. I, for it to be somewhat appealing, it would have to be a different place for every single person who went. I think so. Because not everybody likes the same shit. Yeah, what cloudy I, fucking soft shit. What if I don't like pearly gates? Nah. What if I don't like dudes named St. Peter? Like, I don't... So it's got to be catered to a person. Maybe, like how they say hell is. Maybe I don't want to wear satin fucking uh, uh, breezy clothes. I don't know. Maybe I want to wear a flannel shirt sometimes. I think you do want to wear breezy clothes, though. When you get that breeze up on your junk and shit, dude. Sweatpants greater than. Now, would you like go out there with like actually like bigger sweatpants though? If I wear, why like, not? So you have like big dick like breathing room and shit, or do you want like the fucking like soft sweatpants that just hug your fucking undercarriage? I have I have a pair of extra large champion sweatpants on right now. Honestly, that I think are doing just fine. I think heaven for me would just be myself comfortable in its own nakedness and not wearing anything i'm more comfortable with clothes on well it's because you're somewhat in shape i'm fat i'm never comfortable in clothes on because uh, everything's sense. like you're being squeezed you don't like a nice hug i like a nice hug i don't like being fucking strangled <laughs> around the waist by a belt no nah, that's fuck a belt thanks dude that's why I get fucking freaked out when I see people like relaxing in their house in jeans and belts and shoes. That's gay. It's like, what are you doing? I don't trust those people. They don't deserve heaven. Those people like to watch people get hurt. They don't just. I do too, though. Not not the funny no. one, though. Oh. Just like. They like seeing like kids get have their parents get killed in front of them. Uh huh. Like Batman type shit. Like yeah. they like the opposite of dog reunited with army. Yeah. Owners. They like the they like to they see like the them getting taken away, getting taken out by an IOD in front of Old Blue. Yeah. Or Old Blue getting run over by a Humvee in front of like Sergeant McGee or whatever. Barnes. 
Sergeant, Sergeant Barnes. But yeah, I think all afterlife <laughs> shit, all afterlife shit that I've heard so far sounds doesn't sound appealing. And part two of this is what would it be sick to be reincarnated as? Like, say you could take your consciousness with you. Maybe not your memories or whatever, but you could still be behind the eyes. What would it be sick to be? Honestly, I think anything as long as I actually had the memories. No memories, just just your... Personality and... Yeah, maybe. All the shit that is behind your eyes. Aside from I would like, like to see you- the plus things I have in my personality go to a human being that could actually use it the right way, use it for like to actually make something out of themselves and not just to be the funniest guy in a group of friends, but to actually like, you know, monetize it, make a living off it, make a life off of it. If I could see someone use the pluses to my personality the right way, that. I don't give a shit what else is entailed but from that person. I would say my thought was I think it'd be sick to be reincarnated as like a eagle or like a dolphin or something. No. <laughs> Cuz I'd be I think it'd be sick to fly. Yeah, for, for how long? As long as it takes. Cuz you know what? It's sick to walk. It might be right? sicker to fly though. It's sick to walk, right? But now you you don't really give a shit. Whereas, like, an eagle is probably tired of flying. I'm tired of walking sometimes. Exactly. So, you don't think an eagle's tired of fucking flying? I don't know. think a dolphin's tired of swimming? Fuck no. They're always like... And I'm like, fuck yeah, dolphin. Yeah, and they're like, ah! People, and fucking using echolocation, that's pretty sick, but... Yeah, the... Yeah. I don't know. I jump and do flips and shit. anything awesome is... If, like, you could be, like, able to fly... Or swim under the bottom of the ocean. So cool. Would be sick in moderation. Like, lay it out like this. What if, for two days every month, you lived the dolphin life? Fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? But Hell only yeah. those two days. And then you gotta wait till, you know, then there's two days the next month. It's only four weeks. Fuck yeah. So that, then you would fucking, you would have, you know how like when you're a little kid and you actually look forward to the weekend? It would be that times a million. Yeah. And it would last into your adulthood and your old age. It's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to swim around. <laughs> or I could see what's at the bottom of this trench at the bottom of the ocean, see if Atlantis is real. Shit like that. Flying, you're like, oh shit, I can go over top of Antarctica, see what's really popping down there. Fuck yeah, dude. That'd be sick. It's dolphin time. <laughs> but so, and it might take you years and years to years to finally do that shit, even as an eagle or a dolphin, if you're only doing it too two days a month. Whereas if like, say you're a, an Eagle for the lifespan of an Eagle, eventually you're going to see all the cool shit you want to see. Maybe, you know, and then you're just chilling on a snowy mountain the rest of the time. Fuck that. I don't know. This world is pretty beautiful. And it'd a be, bunch of fucking hillbillies just worship you. Fuck it'd, be, that. it'd be pretty cool to look at them from up above. Be like, look at those dumbasses. Yeah. I don't think I'd be stoked on flying as much as I would being able to be under the water. Yeah, swimming is e- swimming is just flying underwater. Well, it's cool. no, this is what my reason. Like, is he, if I'm going into it as somebody that still knows what's up in in my head, flying, you're still seeing anything a regular human being can see, at but just a different angle, right? 
Whereas if you're a dolphin and able to, or any other, like, or an actual water breathing. A fish. A fish. Yeah, actual fish. You're seeing shit that no human has seen. If you go deep enough. Fucking awesome. And with probably with better clarity, because you're built for underwater. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Being a fish would be cool. Just for all the shit, like, you know, you never saw in your human life. I mean, swimming on its own is fun as fuck. I don't know how to do it, and I was never good at it anyway. I love swimming. I'm too floaty. Swimming rules. I'm too buoyant. Hmm. Well, this is also related to the reincarnation thing. Now, if you were, uh, if you were a dog, what breed would you be? And I said Norwich Terriers and Black Lab Pit Bulls excluded. What, ah, what, you fucker! What breed of dog would you be? Wait, can I pick Pitbull though? You can you can pick whatever you want. Since I don't have one? Sure. I'd be the Puerto Rican of the dog world. I go Pitbull, Corgi. Because those two dogs are both dumb as fuck. <laughs> right? They're just dumb. Are Corgis dumb? Yes. I've never met one really. Dumb. Not not fully. Dumb. But they're so happy and just Love life so much, Dude, yeah. no matter how much horrible shit happens to them. Yep, that—that's what I want. Pipples are fucking stoked as, always. As far as like what body I want, I don't fucking care. As long as I can have the outlook. <laughs> oh, also, golden retrievers have that fucking same vibe, where they're just fucking stoked twenty four hours a day. Jess that's Goldie true. has that vibe. She has golden retriever energy. Yes, exactly. Yes, golden and her last name is Goldie. I think what? She, that's a gripping inquiry. <laughs> I'll just flat out ask her. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah. as oh. long as I could have that type of personality where I'm so dumb that I just don't give a fuck about anything except for oh shit, I'm stoked on shiny stuff and stuff like that. Yeah, I want that. That's the breed I want. Like, my dogs, they're, they're fucking little anxiety monsters sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's because they live with me and around me so much. Dogs become their owners. Yeah. They do everything that we do. You, do you know I fucking think about that shit constantly? I... If my vibe is fucking up my dogs. I, <laughs> I think about it every once in a while. I'll look at Elliot and be like, is he lazy because I am? Because he's fucking lazy. And I'm like, maybe that's the vibe I've given also, him his whole life. Also, dogs sleep like 16 hours a day. See? Just saying. It's true. But there there are some breeds that I bet I couldn't break their activeness. Oh, like, or any type of farm dog. Any working like, yeah. any working breed or like something. Yeah. Like they wouldn't ever be as lazy as I am. Yeah. Maybe it's the black lab or whatever in him, but uh, yeah, he's think, a lazy fuck. I think about that shit all the time. Like, damn, my fucking... Is my insanity fucking rubbing off on my dogs? It certainly does. God damn it, dude. I'm not going to apologize to him. So, Pitbull, Corgi, and Golden Retriever? Yeah, just for that state of mind and that uh, that energy. I got one. What? Rottweiler. Why? Because they're like they're they're big and and like when people who don't know shit, they think, "Oh, it's scary, it's menacing." But they're fucking, they're really playful and they're so soft. Yeah. They are so enjoyable to be around. When you're around, there's nothing like a good Rottweiler. I don't, 
think there's any dog breed that's inherently nasty that I've encountered. It all comes back to the training and the owner. The only breed that I've actually encountered where I just didn't like the fucking dog was a greyhound. Really? Because they're always so skittish and like scared. Like they're always like eh. interesting. They put up this. They put up the eh, energy like tw- all the time. You think they're a little too Jewy? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and like, but I'm also like, is that because oh, it's drafty in here? Their owners won't let them do shit because they don't want to fuck up, you know, a right. racing dog or whatever. Well, because of the way they've been bred, they're yeah. so prone to weird injuries yeah, and shit. They are. Fuck they're that. a fragile breed. Yeah, I pick Rottweiler. And Rottweilers are sturdy as fuck. Yeah. Fucking pit. Well, I'd go pit over corgi because pit bulls are more sturdy. Yes, they are. Corgis, corgis always develop back problems. Pit bulls, you get can the same back problems that wiener dogs always get. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sad. Pit bulls, you can fucking choke slam them by Michael Vick, and they're still like, yeah, they will get their fucking face gouged by another pit bull, and yeah. then still want to chill with that dude afterwards. But. Yeah, they're wagging their tails the whole time, and like they don't give a fuck that that guy's trying to get them. They're like, oh, whatever, I'm just living. Yeah, I'm just here. Yeah, I would. Yeah, but there's no, I don't think. Any dog is inherently like a bad breed. It's oh, just we who, talking <laughs> whoever brings them up, you know. We talking butt slaps. Yeah, fuck yeah, let's go, dude. <laughs> it's like if I did this to a human, they would fucking have me arrested. Yeah. You're just fucking like, sup, dude? Yeah, Pitbulls are sick. Pitbulls rule. I but no, it sucks. Pitbull owners, largely. Yep. Ugh, they're as bad. Pitbull owners are the Jeep girls of the yep. animal world. Took the words right out of my brain. It's like all they want to tell you is about how the horrible pitbulls are treated, and like, stop making your dog's identity yours, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, ugh. Imagine if I did that for my dogs. If I started walking around with like just terrier facts at twenty four hours a day. <laughs> Here's what I know about Norwich terriers: they're basically a Yorkie only bulkier, and their bread is mousers. There you go. That's it. I think it's a rat terrier. I'm 90% sure it's a rat terrier. Their tails don't break because they were bred to hunt rats and dig in holes mm-hmm. and they could pull them out by the tail. Yeah. Well, honestly, a little fact. Most terrier breeds are were bred to hunt a specific type of rodent or pest. Mm-hmm. It's the whole point and of that, the breed. Or whatever. And that's why they're so across the board in sizes and shapes because it all depends on what you were bred to go after utility or whatever bad kid and zeke were bred to go after like mice and rats that's why they're so stout yeah. close to the ground yes whereas pitbulls i don't know what the fuck they're bred to go after boars uh, children boars Babies. actually no children right that's what they eat <laughs> toddlers <laughs> toddlers specifically after they fall in the paint bucket the pitbull just goes <laughs> in and just snacks on them they just fucking as much as i love pitbulls the fucking pitbull memes of them eating children are still super super funny I bring a certain f- 260 PSI bite force to the party that toddlers don't particularly like. <laughs> it's my favorite meme I think I've ever seen. <laughs> I thought it was like, like typical, it was like typical pit bull barbecue. <laughs> and it was just like a normal, like regular barbecue, but it just had babies on every one of the fucking grills out. It was like one of those public, <laughs> public park ones. Yes. I was like, Jesus Christ. That's a cookout. Not a barbecue. Any single time like that phone comes out, it's like this fucking hysterical. Pitbull memes are second to almost none. Though I did run across an old meme that I fucking loved forever. It would be like just some like either like a dude with like his like his fists in the air 
or like a gun is like, yo, send me the CEO of littering and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> there was one of us all was fucking hysterical. It was like a fist between two, like between a bun. Right. Mm-hmm. And, so, and, it's, and it just <laughs> like, Hey, yo, t- t- tell the CEO of global warming, come see me. <laughs> it's just like, yes. But yeah, Pipples eating toddlers is fucking hysterical. But what if Pipples were bred to eat toddlers? How do we know, since we don't know 100% about all history, before recorded history, that there wasn't just this, <laughs> this infestation of feral toddlers in England. <laughs> in England, so the English had to breed this, bre- this special kind of dog that would just go in and wipe out these feral toddlers because English people believe in God, so they <laughs> fuck to conceive every single time. So there's just an abundance of children, <laughs> and like people, are like I can't take care of like twenty kids, so they keep like six, and the rest of them they just put out outside, and they become feral, and eventually it becomes a problem. You know, like when you have too many deer, you send the hunters out, you know, to call the herd. So what the English did was they bred pipples to eat feral children in the English countryside. Well, if you're looking up, I think you're going to find that I am correct. You're right in that they were yes. bred from England. Yeah, most terriers are. Well, they were uh, originally bred from English bulldogs, uh-huh. similar in appearance to today's American bulldog, and they gained that. We'll we'll end the we'll end on this one. Uh. Uh, they gained their popularity in the British Isles in a cruel blood sport known as bull baiting. One or two bulldogs oh. were set to harass a bull for hours until the animal collapsed from fatigue, injuries, or both. These matches were held for entertainment, uh, for the entertainment of the struggling classes, a source of relief from the tedium of hardship. So people were so broke and so poor that they resorted to, hey, let's taunt this bull until it falls down. So, honestly, <laughs> Michael Vick wasn't really doing anything wrong. He was just, you know, a victim of years of people breeding this into the human psyche of wanting to have pipples fight other animals. Each other. Yeah. I fell into a wormhole years and years and years ago of weird-ass, uh, quote-unquote, sports that happened back then in England. And two I want to bring up. Goose pulling and rat baiting. Rat baiting was they would get like a rat, put it in a, in a small cage that barely fit its frame. They beat it off. And they would just fucking... <laughs> and they would just starve it and then overfeed it. Starve it, overfeed it, starve it, overfeed it, which makes it angry as fuck. Ugh. And then they would set it into a little ring, like a dirt ring, like they have for like cockfights and shit. And just, you would set rats either against each other, other small animals, and shit like that. And this was like, the whole, like, village would, this was like a big to-do. They would get together and go see this. The goose, horrors. Goose pulling is the most fucked thing ever. It sounds hilarious, but. Goose pulling, if it's on something about this, as tall as like, uh, uh, a high school goal, goal post on a football field, okay? What? And, what? Uh, <laughs> hold on, what? it gets worse. When I'm off work, I pull my goose about twice a day. Uh, you know, like I pulled a muscle the other day for about 15 minutes. You know, but uh, so let's say it's like something as tall as like uh, a neighborhood basketball court. 
And it would hang this goose by its feet. Oh, man. And it would either be wet or smothered in something that would make it slippery. And what it would be, it would be on like something that's just like a bar and two bars inside. So what, like, almost like a rack. It would be hanging from the top of this rack. Like a soccer goal or something. But tall. So what it would be is you would have to take your horse, ride it full speed through the rack. And while you're going under the goose, you had to reach up, grab this slippery goose by its neck. And not only did you have to keep grip on it, you had to rip its head off to win. Oh, man. But since it's covered in like, it would be covered in like lard or shit like that, or just grease, oil, whatever, to make it slick. And it would be the competition where people would just be like a circle of horses going under this thing, constantly grabbing at this goose, trying to pull its head off. And this is what the English did for fun. And that is why America rules and English stinks. British people are fucking weird and... I've always stood by it. They ruined the English language, even if they did create it. <laughs> they, they ruined geese, and they ruined everything. And they deserve those teeth. <laughs> yeah. Want to hit that outro? Scooby-Doo-Papa, <laughs> <laughs>